0: But uh, Glad that you came to be here today. If I've never had the chance to meet you before, my name is Chris Massey. I'm another one of the pastors here at Family Life Church, and uh, we're just grateful for this opportunity to spend some time together giving glory to Jesus and just learning and growing in what God has in store for us. But how many of you are excited for Thanksgiving this week? Okay. About half the people in the room, which tells me the other half of you, you'll be the ones cooking. So, that's usually the way that goes. There's like the people who are excited and the people who have to cook for it. Uh, But no, it's going to be a great week and and it's a a great time to celebrate. I I get that, you know, maybe in some of your family gatherings, there may be people that stress you out. Um, If not, you might be that person for them. I I don't know. But uh, we're we're hoping that it's going to be a great week. But really just wanted to spend some time this week focusing on the concept of gratitude. How, how can we grow in gratitude in our lives? Having more gratitude inside of us because the measure of gratitude inside of us is the reality of Jesus inside of us. You know, that when we are grateful, when gratitude spills out of us, not just at Thanksgiving, I don't know about you, but my family a lot of times will go around the table, hey, what are you thankful for this year? What are you thankful for? And maybe we get a myriad of answers, but we, we have so many reasons to be grateful every single day of our lives. And so I wanted to kind of look at gratitude this morning because it, it's something that they discussed that Paul wrote to the Thessalonian church about in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And we're going to read this in just a second, verses 16 to 18, but this it's the command that is given on behalf of God, that it's like, okay, church, here's how you show gratitude. This is the level of importance that it has. So here's what it says here in verses 16 to 18. Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, just as a quick poll in the room here, how many of you in here are always joyful? Uh Uh-oh. All right, hold on. We got another one. We got another one. How many of you just never stop praying? Okay, we got one more try. Here we go. How many of you are thankful in all circumstances? Let's bow our heads and pray. Here is this command. He says, you've got to always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances. Why? Because this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. This is what's inside of you. Now, there are two words that stick out to me right here. They are always and never. Now, I always tell people when you're you're dealing with relationships, the words always and never should not be used in conversation, right? He never takes out the garbage. Well, he probably does once in a blue moon, so you can't say never. Or, or she always goes to here and always does it. And, and so it can really start to mess up conversation relationally when we use these words. But these are the words that are used in order for us to be set up on this, this platform for gratitude. He says you've got to always be joyful and never stop praying. These are absolutes things that you must do and that there can be no excuse to not do them. And and one of the things I I love about the the way we look at Scripture is that sometimes we think to ourselves that what God is saying is just a suggestion, right? It's like, you know what? Hey, Lord, thank you for your advice. That's really kind of you. I appreciate that input, but we're going to go a different direction, okay? But here's the reality. He tells us to be joyful, to be prayerful, to be thankful. And so here's my question for you. Do you believe that you can choose to be joyful, prayerful, and thankful? What do you think? Can you choose that? How many of you believe that? You can choose that. How many of you believe it's a choice within you to look at any situation and say, I decide to be joyful, prayerful, and thankful? Yes? Yes? Okay, then here's the other side of that coin for you. Because if you're not choosing these things, here's what you are choosing. To be miserable, worried, and whiny. <laughs> Just saying. This is the reality, right? If, if we are looking at this from the standpoint of making a choice, and if, and if we're being told in the Bible to choose to be prayerful, to choose, to be joyful, to choose, to be thankful, then the opposite of that has to be true, that there have to be places in our lives where if we're not choosing these things, that to some extent we're embracing being miserable, worried, and whiny. These are the opposites, right? If I'm joyful, right, there's going to, every situation is okay, the opposite of that, I'd be miserable. If you're not a person of prayer, you might be tempted to worry about everything, and if you're not going around showing and expressing gratitude, there's a good chance that you're probably complaining. They're pulling polar opposites from each other. So, here's my question. If we all agree and we all believe that what you need to do is make the decision to be joyful, prayerful, and thankful, then how do you do it? Well, I have some advice for you. Here's the video of, of how we can just make that decision.
1: I have this fear of being buried alive in a box. Tell me about the problem that you wish to address. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have this fear of being buried alive in a box. <laughs> I just, I start thinking about being buried alive and I begin to panic. Has, has, has anyone ever ever tried to to bury you alive in a box? No. No, but truly thinking about it does make my life horrible. I mean, I can't go through tunnels or be in an elevator or in a house, anything boxy. <laughs> so what, what you're saying is you're, uh, you're claustrophobic? Uh, yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's go, Catherine. I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, say two words to you right now. I, I want you to listen to them very, very carefully. Then I want you to take them out of the office with you and incorporate them in, into your life. Well, shall I uh, write them down? Well, it, if it makes you comfortable, it's just two words. Most we find most people can uh, can remember them. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. You're here, here, there. Stop it! I'm sorry? Stop it. Stop it? Yes. S T O P. New word. IT! So, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. <laughs> stop it! So, I should just stop it. There you go. I mean, you, 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 you don't want to go through life being scared of being buried alive in a box, do you? I mean, that... Sounds so frightening. <laughs> <laughs> then, then stop it.
0: There's your advice for the day. Just stop it. Just stop it. Why would you think that way? Why would you think in in, in terms of I'm I'm miserable or I'm I'm upset or I'm worried or I'm frustrated? Or, I'm just stop it. Just stop thinking that way, right? Stop thinking that way. Don't don't say those things anymore. Don't reason that way anymore. It's just that simple. Just stop it. How many of you know that that's maybe not the best advice you've ever heard? It doesn't work that way, does it? We can't just decide on ourselves, well, you know what? That's it. I'm done. Done being worried about that thing. I'm good. I'm not going to be upset about that anymore. I'm not going to be worried about that anymore. I'm not going to be miserable anymore. I'm going to be joyful. I'm going to choose all of these things. And, and in the midst of all of that, we start to kind of put this on ourselves. Well, I, I'm not doing it right. I must not be doing it right because you know there's areas of my life where I can't stop it there's things that are going on in my life and I just can't stop what I'm worried about and I can't stop what's making me miserable and I can't stop you know but here's here's the thing what he's saying here to us is he goes it's a choice that we make so what is the choice what what is it that begins to embody this idea of stepping out of that life of misery worry Fear, whining, to be in the place of saying, God, I, I just want to be a person of joy, of prayer, of thanksgiving, of gratitude. I want to be filled with these things. Well, a question that is raised by, again, the Apostle Paul is that he wants to point them to an understanding about themselves. It was for you guys, for you Christians, for you who say you are followers of Jesus, I have this question for you, and we read it in Romans 6, verses 3-4. through 4. He says, have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father. Now we also may live new lives. He says, did you forget that when Jesus came inside of you, you, didn't, you stopped being the person you used to be? Did you forget that God has done some incredibly amazing things for you. I mean, if we could stop and just think of this one thing, the fact that God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. Come on, what else is going on? The fact that I used to be a slave to sin and I had no hope for my future, eternity hung in the balance, and Jesus saved me? What else could matter beyond that? And he says, you were buried with Christ through baptism. In a moment, we're going to have baptism here in the service. Our our kids from Life Kids will be joining us because we have one of our Life Kids that's going to get baptized as well. But when we celebrate baptism, it's not just because we like to set up this metal thing. It's actually a pain. But we do heat it so that it's nice and warm for everybody. It's not just about going underwater. It's not just about doing this in front of your friends. It's not just... A ceremony. It's not just a religious rite. It's exactly what he says in these verses. He says, don't you realize that when you were baptized in Jesus, that the old part of you went down into a death like Christ. Run, you went under the water, And when you came back up, you were resurrected. You were different. You were changed. You were new. Everything inside of you was different. That that old part of you that used to be constantly fearful or worried or afraid or angry or upset or or whatever the complaining parts. He goes, no, that's not part of you anymore. Because what God has done in you is to give you joy, to make you a person of prayer, to make you a person of gratitude, filled with thanksgiving, not just in the last week of November. But he said to be filled with thanksgiving every day of our lives. And here's why. Because gratitude is the reality of Jesus in me. When I have Jesus in my heart, when you have Jesus inside of you, it changes the way that you look at life. It changes the way you process things that you're going through. Because I'm not just going to worry about it, I'm going to pray about it. I'm not going to allow it to rob me of my joy. Now, Now let's be clear here. There's a big difference between being joyful and being happy. There are things that make me unhappy, okay? But they never steal my joy. There are things that I would be tempted to complain about. God, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be grateful. After this service this morning, my family and I are climbing into our suburban and we are driving to Kansas City, Missouri. Can I tell you I don't have to tell you, you know. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Just, you know, when you're praying this week, just saying. But you know what? There's a temptation in me to, to be like, oh, man, this is going to be rough, and wish we could fly because that would be a lot faster. But there's another reality that hits me. My kids are getting older. And the reality that hits me is that I don't have a whole lot more trips like these left. I don't know how many more times I'm going to get to do this with my kids. God, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful for these this week. Oh, well, what if, you know, what if there's this? What if God, I'm going to be prayerful. I'm going to be full of joy. got to choose that. I'm not going to get wrapped up in what might try to take that away from me, what might try to to diminish what God has done. God, I just want to be filled with joy because Jesus is inside of me. He's inside of you. And I know that maybe this week some of you will be traveling to go visit family. Others will be coming in. You'll be cooking and cleaning and all the other things that we work ourselves up about in the midst of all of it because it's got to be perfect. But in the midst of all of that can we just sometimes step back and say God thank you for this I'm joyful I want to be prayerful I want to be thankful I want to be full of gratitude God you are inside of me and you and me is different than me what you've done for me makes me different and I want to be yours church it changes everything in your perspective and it's really it's the reality of Jesus inside of you he is in your heart and he wants to do great things in you We're going to get ready to to do this baptism in just a moment here. I know these guys are all excited. They kind of look scared. I made a promise that regardless of whether those who claim to be your close friends ask me to hold you under longer, I will not do that. But before we do this, I just wanted to take a moment to pray together. So, could I ask you to bow your heads and pray with me? God, we thank you for all that you have done for us. And God, I pray that you would keep in our hearts, on our minds, the significance of what you've done for us. God, that we have so much to be grateful for. There are so many things that try to steal our joy, that make us worry, to make us fearful, to complain. God, I pray that we would fix our eyes on that which is glorious and awesome what you have done inside of us and that you would change our hearts as we're in prayer this morning i just want to ask you maybe you're here this morning and you're in this place in your own life and you're like you know what i sometimes i can be miserable and worried or fearful i complain and and i really want to make the decision to embrace what god wants for me i want to be a person of joy i want to be a person of prayer i want to be a person of gratitude i want that in my life If that's you, can I just ask you to slip up a hand so I can pray for you this morning? Thank you. Yeah, many hands across the room. Thank you. God, I just pray right now for every single person in this room who raised their hand and said, this is the decision that I struggle to make, but God, I pray that you would help them to make it. Lord, help them in their own lives to apply it to them to their lives and maybe gotten not often in the, the big area that we sometimes try to tackle but just in the small things saying God I'm thankful for this I'm thankful I'm joyful I'm prayerful and Lord that over time you just begin to work that into their hearts and into their lives that that they would have gratitude for the things that they see around them that Lord you would diffuse the plans of the enemy to try to take away the joy in their lives to help them to fix their eyes on all the problems instead of that which is truly good Lord, I just pray that you will be with us this week, and as we are celebrating in many different places, in different ways, with different people, the gratitude that is in our hearts, God, may we truly be grateful for you, grateful for what you have done for us. And Lord, I pray that you'll change each of our hearts to make us more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.